The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to in-game odds, Wimbet has what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. The Twitter account for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow my other Twitter account. It is at LockBetting.com. That's at LockBetting.com. That is the Twitter account for my website, LockBetting.com. The premium pay service that in a couple of days will have delivered 117 months in a row of transparent track profit, making us just three months away from being undefeated in sports betting every single month for a decade. So make sure you sign up for the month of March. In fact, we don't use Patreon anymore, so you can sign up immediately to get this weekend's domestic soccer action, including the Carabao Cup final. We've been killing it in soccer, just had a sweep in the Champions League. We've lost one Champions League play since the Champions League resumed. It was a small play on both teams to score in the Milan-Tottenham game. Otherwise, we've cashed everything else Our futures are in a beautiful position. We also smashed the Super Bowl earlier on this month. So if you want to be part of the service, sign up. If you want to do your due diligence, the pin tweet at the Twitter account at LockBetting.com is always the PL for the previous month. So I encourage you to check it out. The same handle is applicable for TikTok. That's at LockBetting.com. TikTok is brilliant because we put out very short 30 to 45 second videos. This is actually done by my 12-year-old son. And it gives you vital betting information that you could use. So well worth a follow. The same videos are posted on Instagram and the Instagram is at LockBetting. So moving on with this edition of the EPL show, less games on this slate because the teams that were supposed to play Newcastle and Man United are not playing because those two teams will be playing in the Carabao Cup final. I have a lot. For that game, coming off the back of landing a lock on the last edition of BetMUFC as Manchester United got past Barcelona. We actually cashed two plays on that and Manchester United are now through to the round of 16. So that lock cashed and there will be another one on the edition of BetMUFC as well as your normal lock here on the EPL show. The action begins on Friday with the game between Fulham and Wolves. Fulham are the 6-4 favourites. It's 11-5 on the draw, and it's 19-10 here on Wolves. Given how good they've been at home, and given their position in the table, and given that they're actually not regressing, as people expected them to do, 
I actually think this is a pretty good price on Fulham. Getting Fulham here at plus 150 does offer up some value. Obviously, Wolves are in a relegation scrap. They are desperate for points, but I think this price is too big to pass up. Fulham have won six of their 12 home league games and their only defeats have come against teams in the top five. So Fulham have been winning this sort of game. I think they're well placed off to see a Wolves side who were beaten by Bournemouth last weekend, which was a poor result after getting themselves up the table and have six defeats in 11 away games and still they don't score a lot of goals. Fulham have scored exactly twice in three of their four home league games since the World Cup and headed this, heading to this game off the back of three consecutive Premier League clean sheets, something they weren't doing before. So that bodes badly for Wolves, who struggle to score goals anyway. I think everything points to Fulham. And I think the price is great here at a price of 6-4 plus 150. You can actually even take Fulham as a pick in the draw no bet market because that's a good price too. Because these two teams are so evenly priced really to win this game you're getting value in the draw no bet market of getting Fulham at 4 to 5 minus 125 you're protected there with a push if the game ends up being a draw before we move on to Saturday's games let me quickly tell you guys about Wimbet they are the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network Wimbet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win including live betting and same game parlays aka Wimbet's build your own bet Great promos, odds and payouts happening right now at Wimbet. So if you are ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to stay availability. And of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There is so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Wimbet so they know that we sent you that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present. It's like my paper winbet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Moving on with the rest of the slate, we move across to Saturday. As I said earlier, it's a reduced slate because of the cup final. We begin with the three o'clock kickoffs. So no 12.30 game as Everton host Aston Villa. Everton are the narrow six to four favourites here to win this game. It's 11 to five on the draw and Aston Villa are the 19 to 10 underdogs. So far under Sean Dyche, Everton have been able to win both of their home games. So it would not surprise me to see them win here. Aston Villa have hit a, a dip in form and this could be a good time to play them. Aston Villa were in a position to beat Arsenal last week or at least take a point from that game. And they absolutely capitulated late on, specifically in injury time where they conceded two goals. This team are conceding far too many goals and this does give Everton the opportunity to take something here from this game. I think the stronger lean here, though, would be for the both teams to score selection, giving the way Villa have defended and given the fact that Everton aren't necessarily watertight at the back themselves this season, both teams have scored in 10 of Aston Villa's last 12 games, and they've scored themselves in all of those 12 fixtures. 
whereas Everton have scored in five consecutive home games and there have been goals at both ends in three of those. So we'll ride Villa to get a goal here as they have scored in the last 12 games in a row. I am more worried about Villa not scoring than Everton. I think Everton will find a net here against this Villa defence who have absolutely crumbled recently, conceding four against Arsenal, conceding four against Leicester. So we'll take both teams to score as our main selection here. And this is a plus money selection at 21 to 20. Guns to my head. If I was to pick a winner, I'll continue to go with Everton here in this one. I think Everton in the draw no bet market. Everton as a pick is another sensible way to go. Up next, we've got Leeds at home to Southampton. Both teams have the new manager bounce. So that is sort of taken out of the equation. Although I think the home manager bounce, the manager manager starting off at home is more of a bounce than the manager starting away if you if you want to get very specific about the manager bounce. Leeds are the even money favourites to win this game. It's five to two on the draw and it's 14 to five here on Southampton. Southampton actually had one of their best results of the season last weekend, winning away to Chelsea, at least on paper. I know Chelsea have been very poor this season, but Southampton should get confidence from that win. Southampton have actually been better away this season. Out of the 18 points they have, they picked 12 of them up away from home. So that could put them in a good position to pick up a win here against the Leeds team, who are on a 10-game winless streak in the Premier League. Although during that time, they are the only team in the last 16 games to get anything at Old Trafford. Because um, in that time... You've seen Manchester United beat Barcelona, beat Manchester City, but they didn't beat Leeds, although that was a pretty bad sandwich spot for Man United. So this Leeds team can play and it's difficult to pick against them, but I'm going to take Southampton to get something from this game. I don't think that you um, you necessarily beat Chelsea and have a huge letdown spot the following week. I think with a new manager here, they'll be looking to build on it. And um, it's difficult to pick Southampton outright as an, as an underdog because Leeds have that new manager bounce. It's not something I want to bet against. Ultimately, I think there's good value here on the game being a draw um, with, with two, the two teams cancelling each other out. But I'm going to lean Southampton to avoid a defeat here. That gives me the draw and it gives me the Southampton win. With Leeds priced up at around about 10 to 11, we are getting minus 110 on Southampton to avoid a defeat. And that will be my main selection here for this game. A relegation six-pointer between Leeds and the Saints. Up next, we look at top of the table Arsenal travelling to Leicester City, who were thumped 3-0 at Old Trafford last weekend, despite being the better team for the first 20 minutes. Arsenal are the 7-10 favourites to hand them another defeat. It's 3-1 on the draw. That's 19-5 here on Leicester. I don't think Leicester will go down but um, obviously they can get sucked back into it unless they put a um, another run of results together. I think the best way to bet this game would be to go with the goals. I think over two and a half goals for me is the standout play here. Both of these teams have been involved in some very high scoring goals uh, as of late. Leicester were involved in a six goal thriller with Aston Villa. Arsenal were involved in a six goal thriller with Aston Villa. Leicester um, conceded three goals at Old Trafford last weekend. Arsenal conceded three goals against Manchester City. So we could definitely be seeing some goals here as of late. Over two and a half goals has been a winning bet in each of Leicester's last four Premier League games. While they have scored six times themselves across their last two outings at this stadium, at the King Power. Three of Arsenal's last five league games have seen at least three goals scored. And there have been 10 goals scored in total across their last two games. So I feel that these two teams will be able to combine for 
at least three goals on Saturday. Generous price here on the over two and a half goals. We're getting it at four to five minus one twenty five. And I will jump on that here for this game rather than um, taking a team to win. I do think this is the type of game that Arsenal should win if they want to win the league this season. But I don't have Arsenal winning the league this season. Therefore, I'm not going to take anything there. I'm going to go for the over two and a half goals here for this one. Up next, we look at the game between West Ham and Nottingham Forest, where West Ham are the three to four favourites. It's 13 to five on the draw and it's four to one here on Forest. If we take a quick detour here into the next manager to go market, we will see that David Moyes is one of the favourites now to go. This is probably correct. It doesn't look like Chelsea are going to fire Graham Potter no matter what. Or it'd be very interesting to see what happens when they exit the Champions League at the hands of Dortmund if they do. Underneath those two, they're the front runners. David Moyes, 10 to 11. Potter's 6 to 5. There's a big gap to Gary O'Neill at 9 to 1. Now, I think if Moyes goes on a little bit of a run, he'll be um, much lower in this market. And Graham Potter, if he really isn't sackable, and this is a long term project for Chelsea, then the value suddenly shifts towards Gary O'Neill at Bournemouth. Uh, Antonio Conte of Tottenham at 14 to 1. And maybe even no manager to go here at 20 to 1, although that's very unlikely with how trigger happy clubs have been so far this season. Moving on to this actual game, I do feel that West Ham will be able to turn up and win in this spot. I feel this is somewhat of a cup final for them. I think these players will be able to turn up in this spot. Nottingham Forest are relatively poor travellers. So I think there's value here on West Ham at the price of three to four on the money line. It's 13 to five on the draw and um, Nottingham Forest are the four to one underdogs. But as I said, West Ham would be the selection here for me. You haven't really got the data for West Ham because they've been so poor this season, which is why David Moyes is one of the front runners to go. Or in fact, is the front runner to go. But Nottingham Forest's away form has been poor. West Ham have shown signs of life at home with four points from the last six. The Hammers themselves have only scored a total of seven goals in total across the last seven games. And I think if they do win this game, this will be a, a scrappy 1-0 or 2-0 affair. Nottingham Forest have failed to score in their last two away from home. And as I said, they've been poor away from home so far this season anyway. Forest have scored just 18 goals in 23 Premier League games overall as well, whilst West Ham have managed just 19. So under two and a half goals could be something worth looking at here. Under two and a half goals has been a winning, winning bet in West Ham's last four home games in the Premier League. But I just can't look past West Ham in this spot. Backs to the wall, price at three to four, Moyes' job on the line. Uh, they want him to see out the project in the Europa Conference League. He's been a good European manager for them. Got them far in the Europa League last season, all the way to the semi-finals. I don't think they want to sack him, but I think they will sack him if he doesn't win this game. So I do think the market is correct. If your manager is one result away from being sacked, whilst Graham Potter is seemingly getting time, and um, he, I don't think, will be in a conversation to be sacked until and if they get eliminated by Borussia Dortmund. So at the moment, the market is correct. But I think that market will adjust off the back of uh, West Ham winning this game. The side play here would be under two and a half goals. That is priced up at seven to ten. Whereas West Ham to win this is at a slightly better price of three to four. And that will be our main selection here for this one. Up next, we move on to the 5.30 kickoff between Bournemouth and Manchester City. Just to let you know, the noise in the background is because I am at my hotel for the cup final this weekend. 
and you're literally not allowed to check in until bang on three o'clock. So I'm in the lobby. There is some football on in the background on the TVs, but I've tried to get as far away from it as possible. So that's the little bit of background noise that I'm picking up because I've decided to get the show done as early as possible rather than waiting to do it in my hotel room. I thought I'd be more proactive. I've got five podcasts to do this weekend, including Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. So this is me being proactive and you have to deal with a tiny bit of background noise in the back. So that's a that's a small concession in my opinion. Manchester City are the one to three favourites to win this game. It's 19 to four on the draw. And it's 9-1 to one here on Bournemouth. This is the type of game that Manchester City should be winning. And they should be winning comfortably. And after all the chances that they missed last weekend, they messed up our lock for us. They should have been about 4-5-0 up before Nottingham Forest scored against the run and played five minutes from time. That was a sickening lock lost. Although not as sickening for me as a Man United supporter because I really do feel that we could be in the title race. Manchester City don't look the same. A few seasons ago, they would have won that game 4-5-0, but they didn't. And Arsenal, as I said, I don't think they've got the stomach for the fight. So I think Manchester United could get back into this. But ultimately, I think in this spot, Manchester City are going to make this Bournemouth team pay. Manchester City have won by two goals in 13 of their 16 league wins this season. I'd well, meet a Bournemouth team who have conceded three times in each of their four clashes with the top four, losing all of them. So for me, this is a handicap play on Manchester City. We are going to take Manchester City minus 1.5 here on the Asian handicap line. I think it will be more convincing than that, but I'm happy to take the price of 10 to 11 minus 110 on Manchester City to bounce back and score all the goals they didn't score last weekend. So Manchester City minus 1.5 is your main selection here for this one. The final game on Saturday sees Liverpool off the back of getting smashed by Real Madrid for five goals, travelling to Palace. Liverpool to 4-5 favourites. It's 14-5 to on the draw. It's 18-5 to here on Palace. I actually fancy Liverpool more here off the back of that result. Liverpool were building up some momentum before they collapsed against Real Madrid. They they had back-to-back league wins. They beat Everton. They beat Newcastle. A lot of people fancied them against Real Madrid. Not me. Real Madrid to qualify was one of my main futures picks. And I can tell you about it now already because there's virtually no chance that won't cash. It was one of my main plays. Real Madrid always find a way to get past Liverpool. And if you look at those two games... Everton made individual mistakes and Newcastle beat Liverpool on shots and XG and possession despite only having 10 men. So I think those those games were a little bit fraudulent. I think the Newcastle game was down to Liverpool's early start and good clinical finishing. And I think that the Everton game was down to two individual mistakes from Everton, who have usually been a lot more organised under Sean Dyche and setting up with a defensive low block. And um, Liverpool didn't really have the issue of having to come up with any kind of magic to penetrate them because Everton were, were the masters of their own downfall. So I didn't put too much weight into those wins and I wasn't too sure about the Liverpool revival. But here against Crystal Palace, I do like Liverpool to win because I think Crystal Palace are definitely a team moving in the wrong direction. 
Both teams have actually scored in four of Crystal Palace's last five matches. Palace have no wins in their last 13 games against Liverpool. Darwin Nunes comes into this having netted in his last two. Crystal Palace, though, have scored exactly one goal in four of the last five games. And I think they will be good for a goal here. As I said, both teams have scored in five of Palace's last seven. And the last time these two teams met, both teams scored in that one as well. Um, But I think... Liverpool ultimately will have too much. I think they'll be able to score more than once. I think you're looking at maybe a 2-1, 3-1, maybe even 4-1 scoreline if Liverpool are really going to bounce back ferociously from the weekend. Liverpool alone on the money line would be my main selection is we're getting it at the price of 4-5 minus 125. But if you do tack on the both teams to score, you are getting the price of 14-5, which is just shy of plus 300. Definitely worth a sprinkle here because um, this Liverpool team aren't a team that keep clean sheets. I know they kept two in those wins against Newcastle and Everton back-to-back 2 nils, but we saw their defence get ripped to pieces at the weekend. Um, So it's definitely worth a small sprinkle on Liverpool with both teams to score. But my main selection will simply be on Liverpool to win. As I said, I'm not completely convinced by the run they put together before that Real Madrid game. But ultimately, Crystal Palace have been in a very, very poor run. They look to be um, getting dragged into the relegation conversation themselves. Um, There's a little bit of pressure on Patrick Vieira. And I think Patrick Vieira needs to find something. But I don't think he'll find it here in this game. Liverpool do enjoy playing Crystal Palace. And ultimately... I think this could be a wide open game where Palace simply get outscored by a Liverpool team who were embarrassed in midweek. Before we move on to the final Sunday game, let me tell you guys about the SGPN merch store. The SGPN merch store continues to add new items to the store every day. One of my favourite items is, of course, the Soccer Gambling Podcast hoodie. And as we've been smashing it here on the show, and a lot of you can't leave any more iTunes reviews, what I'd like you to do is leave a review on Spotify or head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and get yourself a soccer gambling podcast hoodie. Obviously, hoodies and whatnot for other podcasts are available. They have hats, sweats and hoodies there. But make sure you do check out the SGPN merch store. It's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Let me also tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy. We are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy because Underdog Fantasy is your home for off-season NFL best ball drafts. But they also have you covered for a ton of other daily games, including the NBA, NHL and PGA. Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favourite player props if they're not available in your state. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. The final game we look at here is your London Derby on Sunday as Tottenham hosts the totally out of form Chelsea. Tottenham are the 6-4 favourites to win it. It's 23-10 on the draw. And Chelsea here are the 7-4 underdogs. This is a great price here on Tottenham because Tottenham are a team who are chasing the top four. Chelsea are just floundering in mid-table. I don't think this season's going to get any better for them. At some point, with these players coming back, with the likes of James and Chilwell, you thought that Chelsea would be able to play 
more the way that they want to play stylistically because without those attacking wingbacks, Chelsea do lose a lot of their identity. But they are back and it hasn't really made any difference. This job is simply too big for Graham Potter. And the longer that they give him time, the longer they're wasting time where they could be bringing in a new manager and giving him to the end of the season to get his ideologies across to the players and um, have Chelsea ready for next season. I think this Potter project is a waste of time. He doesn't really talk with any confidence. He doesn't inspire me with any confidence if I was a Chelsea supporter when he does his press conferences. And ultimately, if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd be worried about um, this season having a knock-on effect to next season. And finally, next season being a time where you make a decision, which means you've wasted an entire summer and giving this guy even more money. Not that I particularly think that Potter's the one spending the money on all of these players. So for me... I'm going for a Tottenham win here. I think it's good value on Spurs. It's 6-4 plus 150. Tottenham struggled against Chelsea in recent years, but this is a great chance to end that run. There's no data to support Tottenham historically. It's just the fact that Chelsea looks so poor. Tottenham have actually won their last two home games without conceding, and they were big wins against their rivals, West Ham, another London derby, another London derby there. And, of course, that win against Manchester City. They face a Chelsea side. They've scored just one goal in their last five games overall and a winless in nine away from home. So no-brainer selection here for me. Tottenham has to be the play. Just cannot see Chelsea getting anything from this game. Closing out with your lock on the show. Big, big weekend. A lock is going to be given out over on BetMUFC for the Carabao Cup final. So you're lucky to get one here, but you're super lucky to get two. Double lock here on the EPL show. The first one is going to be Manchester City minus 1.5. We're going to try and get our money back from last weekend. Manchester City owe us a bounce back from what happened. They should have been 4-5 up against Nottingham Forest. I think Nottingham Forest is a harder place to go than Bournemouth. They've had some very good results at home this season. And I feel that City will take their frustrations out on them. They had a disappointing result in midweek two against Leipzig. They relinquished a 1-0 lead. So they come into this off the back of two back-to-back 1-1s. I feel this will be a game that they go off and I think Bournemouth will be punished. So Manchester City minus 1.5 is my selection there. And your second one is Tottenham on the draw no bet market. So this could push if it's a draw, but ultimately I don't think it will be. Tottenham in the draw no bet market is available at four to five for all the reasons I outlined earlier. As I said, this pushes if it's a draw, but it wins if Tottenham win. This is a full-on fade against Chelsea. I cannot find any reason why Chelsea win this game. So you're protected there by the draw. If it is a draw, if Chelsea do manage to grind something out, of course, Graham Potter is the draw specialist. But ultimately, I expect Tottenham to win this game. I expect them to strengthen their position in the top four with Newcastle playing in the Carabao Cup final on Sunday. So Tottenham at four to five in the draw no bet market or Tottenham as a pick is your second half of the double lock here on this show. Don't forget, there is a lock on BetMUFC as we break down the Carabao Cup final. We have Scamessa Italia coming out as usual. And we have the fight show dropping this weekend. A huge fight that I've been massively looking forward to for a while. It is Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. We'll be breaking that one down. And that goes down on Sunday night. So that edition of the fight show will be released on Saturday on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.